Don't look back because the market is closed. Hello, everyone. This is Kip Harris today with your VRA Investing System Podcast. We tell you very quickly what happened in the markets today. More importantly, we tell you what's going to happen based on the VRA Investing System going forward. Just a quick heads up tonight. I'll be joining the great and the one and only Wayne Allen Root at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for about a 20-minute segment on either uh, Newsmax TV or you can listen on radio via USA Radio. Again, that's 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Wayne Allen Root Show, Newsmax TV or USARadio.com. Listen or watch uh, via either uh, either network. Uh, Wayne's the best. Always have a, a good uh, a good time with him. And he's all over the place. He just uh, introduced um, uh, President Trump at the big uh, Vegas rally they had last week. And uh, spent time with Donald Trump Jr. this week. Uh, met with one of our favorite companies this week, Patriot One Technologies. Uh, Wayne is all over the place. And a uh, dear friend of mine for... Well, close to 15 years now. Markets today were quiet. It's been a quiet week. Dow Jones finished 18 points higher. Uh, Russell 2000 up six points. These are just you know, almost flat, really. Uh, the NASDAQ up four. Uh, S&P 500 was the only major index down. It was down just a, a hair of a, of a fraction, really. And that's the way this week went. Uh, if you've been joining us here at the end of our uh, end of market uh, sessions each day, you know, we've been uh, telling you about these extreme overbought conditions that we've seen uh, based on the VRA system in both the Dow Jones and the S&P 500. Those are working their way off while now we're starting to see the Russell 2000 and the NASDAQ actually pull back to attractive levels. Again, these are all just based on momentum oscillators. So oftentimes, when you get a market that's had a, a, a rip-roaring move higher, like we've seen, remember, the market's been up every month. It's really incredible. In months, typically, the market is down. May, June, July, August, September. Every single one of these months, the market's been up. And uh, this bodes extremely well. I want to <laughs> say that again. It bodes extremely well for the remainder of this year into first quarter of 2019. Because when the market goes up, when it should be going down, what's it going to do when it rallies the, the most sharply, which is what happens in the month of October to May. These are the seasonally most bullish times to be in the market going back, you know, uh, probably 100 years, at least 90 years since this uh, data has been kept. So, um, again, closing out a, a quiet September. It was into quarter today, last day of trading. We begin uh, Q4 uh, starting on Monday. So the markets are working off uh, overbought readings. We've had the month of September, again, seasonally the most bearish month of the year. End of quarter window dressing as, as institutions, hedge funds, try to clear, uh, uh, clear up their portfolios. So when they meet with clients, they can say, oh, look at this great-looking portfolio that we owned at the end of the third quarter. Of course, they uh, won't bother to show them all the crap that they owned through the, through the uh, previous months of the third quarter. But they do the rebalancing. It happens commonly at the end of the quarter. So they can try to impress clients, uh, hoping it's hope the clients won't actually look at their return numbers and say, uh, look, you, you might look like your position well now, but what happened this whole quarter? Why did, you, why did the market beat you again? In case you didn't know this, folks, 90%, 90% of all hedge fund managers and active market managers, money managers, underperform the market each and every year. Uh, many of you have likely learned this the hard way. This is why so many investors have gotten away from active managed funds, from uh, working with a broker, from working with a money manager. 
uh, with a hedge fund because they simply don't perform on a consistent basis. Uh, this is where we'll put our shameless plug in and tell you the VRA has beaten the S&P 500 14 of 15 years, documented returns of 2,300 plus percent since the beginning of 2014. And we, by the way, we had a very, very good week this week. Two of our, our top stocks uh, are, are, uh, are really beginning to take off. We only hold 12 stocks at one time, 12 recommended positions. That's uh, our favorite growth stock story stocks combined with a leveraged portfolio, a leveraged ETF portfolio. This is the approach we've used here for, for a very, very long time. Um, next up, we've got, again, beginning of Q4, which, you know, nothing ever moves in a straight line. There are always reasons why markets go through soft periods or strong periods. We wouldn't be all that surprised to see a little weakness carry over into the beginning of Q4 for this reason. Um, we're about to enter Q4 earnings, but there's a lull period before this. There's this period where we have is called a blackout period where companies cannot buy back their own shares for up to six weeks. Uh, around the period of their earnings release. Uh, so we're, we're in that time now. So if you know of a company that's, that's due to report earnings, let's say in two weeks, well, right now they can't buy back their own shares. These are SEC-mandated rules, been in place for a long time. And it's, uh, it's frankly, it's outdated. Uh, it, it, in today's modern uh, communications economy, uh, these, uh, these companies should not be prevented from carrying on a business plan simply because they're, they're going to report earnings, which they do every quarter. So uh, we'll leave that for another, another discussion. But it does affect, this blackout period does affect corporate, uh, excuse me, uh, stock performance because the amount of buybacks is happening at such an incredible pace. We're on track this year for the first time ever to have share buybacks exceed $1 trillion. Never happened before. I believe the the top level for buybacks ever was $650, $620 million in that range. So this will be a record times up to 40% or more for buybacks. So yeah, when buybacks are removed, at least some of them are removed, it can have an impact on the market. But remember as well, at the beginning of each quarter, we have significant funds coming in from pension plans, retirement funds uh, that come into the quarter. At the beginning of every quarter, really, they come in every beginning of every month, but they really flow in at the beginning of a quarter, and that's Monday. So that will likely balance out uh, the blackout period on buybacks. But again, more than anything, we think we've just got a little more work to do uh, to get these over, extreme overbought uh, uh, readings on the VRA system, get those removed, get those reduced, and we'll be back at it. We Again, we expect a very strong end of the year. Uh, our, our target uh, Dow Jones end of the year remains uh, 30,000. That's end of year, beginning of first quarter 2019. Internals today were okay, uh, not great. Uh, they were mixed, not, we'll call it mixed to, mixed to positive. Advanced decline, uh, we had 4,724 stocks advancing to 3,868 stocks declining. Volume was flat. Uh, no, no plus minus there whatsoever. That's a rare occurrence. And 52 week highs, the lows came in, again, that came in in a negative. Uh, 263 to 344. We're going to call this a mixed to negative day. We like to see 52-week highs uh, topping 52-week lows. So again, uh, we've had people very cautious this week, our clients, and uh, we think that may carry over just a bit into next week. Our next big target we're looking at, we're very close to acting on, is Russell 2000 uh, as, as an ETF. Uh, we think it's shaping up to look really good on the charts. Uh, as for, for our short-term traders, the trend or the, the short-term trading index or the trend 
closed today. This is the third day in a row that the trend is closed above one. Closed today at 1.23, three days in a row above one. That's excessive bearishness that's building in the market. That's a good sign as a contrarian. We also saw today the put call ratio closed at 1.04. That's the first close above one we've seen in the put call ratio in, in at least two, three weeks, uh, which again tells us more people are buying puts than calls. That's not a normal thing. It tells you excessive bearishness is coming back into the market as contrarians and as big-time bull market uh, believers here. Uh, we, uh, we take that as a good sign. Uh, of the 11 S&P 500 sectors today, five were up, six were down. Uh, the, the ones that led the way today were utilities as, as rates continue to uh, moderate. Uh, the tech sector was strong today, as were healthcare stocks and biotech stocks. Um, We'll leave you with this. Our primary macro themes of this market have not changed. And they've been in place for some time, but they really became the case once the election took place, once Trump won. We believe and have believed we're in a major primary trend bull market. Our long-term target remains Dow Jones 40,000 plus. Um, we, we don't see this uh, ending until, as usual, as, as almost every – well, frank, frank, frankly, as every bull market I've ever seen – I've been in the business since 1985 – as every bull market that I've seen ends in a, a, a retail euphoria. This is when buyers start flooding back into stocks because they, they, they can only go in one direction. That's higher, right? That's the retail mom-and-pop investor. We're nowhere near that now. Well, we're essentially 50-50 bulls to bears in that ratio. Retail investors continue to uh, not trust this market after everything that happened from the 2008 financial crisis, go back to 2001, 9-11. The retail investor, frankly, has never come back into this market with much euphoria. We think that's going to build. Uh, it is building. It is getting better. But we won't see a top until we have a euphoric move higher. Uh, that takes us into, we believe, Dow Jones 40,000 plus. And um, uh, it also uh, gives us that euphoric ending that every, every great bull market has to have. Uh, this is when your Uber driver is uh, giving you their favorite stock picks. This is when your coworkers are quitting their jobs to become day traders again. We haven't seen that. We've seen it some in the Bitcom craze, <coughs> but we haven't seen it. Excuse me. We haven't seen it in the stock market broadly. That'll happen before we think a top's in place. Of course, we're also extremely bullish on the U.S. economy. We believe that bodes extremely well for a global economy, a strong U.S. economy, equates to a strong global economy. That's been the case since World War II. We believe that remains the case. And folks, uh, that's it for now. Hope you have a great weekend. Again, my name is Kip Herridge. Join us anytime at VRAinsider.com. Again, that's VRAinsider.com. Hope you can join me tonight on the radio with Rainy Allen Root. And until then, we'll see you back here after the close Monday afternoon.